Welcome again to Our Street. Lynn Fisher here with my buddy Kurt Elder, as always. Hi, Kurt. Hey, Lynn. How's it going? Great. Great. Yeah. Did you have a good weekend? I did. How about you? You know, uh, after those uh, late week days uh, where it was a little rainy, a little cloudy, that sunshine sure was nice. Yeah, well, we'll get our, our uh, climate uh, changes in here and we'll, we'll experience all kinds of stuff. Well, you know, sooner or later. Sooner or later. Well, this evening we have... Uh, I don't know if Greg's ever been on the show before. Grant. Grant. <laughs> That's all right. It's all right. No, no worries. I apologize. Grant Daly. We have Grant Daly on the show. Hi, Grant. Hi. And so uh, to the studio and to the and to KZUM, are you? No, I'm. I'm a frequent listener. I I think KZUM is one of the best things that Lincoln has going for it. So I'm really I'm really happy to be here. Right now. Well, welcome to the show, Grant. And so amongst other things, I know uh, Kurt said that you're. Uh, involved with NeighborWorks, but tonight you're here to talk about the South Salt Creek Neighborhood Association. That's correct. So tell us about that organization. And Well, first of all, tell us about yourself a little bit. I mentioned NeighborWorks, but give yeah. us some background. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then uh, tell us how you um, got to be involved with the Neighborhood Association. Well, great. It all kind of flows together. So I think um, I came here to Lincoln about three years ago um, to start studying um, community planning, my master's degree in community planning at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Uh, so when I moved into Lincoln, that's where I um, moved was the South Salt Creek neighborhood. Of course, at the time, I didn't know it was the South Salt Creek neighborhood. I just happened to find a house there that w worked well for what I was looking for. Um, and then through the program, got to learn more about the city of Lincoln, since most of what the um, applied studies of the program do is, is really look towards um, studying neighborhood change in Lincoln and, and how um, the university can partner with uh, local organizations to do that. So um, that's kind of how I, I, I be, got to know the South Salt Creek neighborhood initially. Um, but from there and just going throughout um, neighborhood studies, um, in 2016, my UNL class did a um, applied studio project where the neighborhood that was chosen um, with the partner organization NeighborWorks uh, to study with South Salt Creek. Um, so we did resident surveys, we, we walked around the block and just kind of observed. We looked at some physical conditions of the housing and the sidewalks and walkability and that sort of thing. And so I, through that process, really got to, to learn and to kind of love the South Salt Creek area. For those listeners that don't know the geographic Location and uh, and the the area that we're talking about here. Can you describe it to our listeners? Yes, um, South Salt Creek um, runs all the way down to Van Dorn in the south, and then up uh, essentially to O Street. So it kind of uh, historically encapsulates what would what is now the Haymarket in the north, and then it stretches from the west of the the uh, Salt Creek um, to the in the east Ninth um, Street. Um, so it's a it's a pretty um, broad area. It's a, it's not it's not as near south would be kind of a wide box. It's more of a long kind of strip of a, of a neighborhood, and I, it's one of the oldest neighborhoods in, in Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. I, at the intersection of Ninth and South, mm -hmm. and if our listeners know that intersection, uh, Nine South Char Grill, the, the really nice little neighborhood restaurant, is on one corner, and then KFC is on another corner. Right. I think. If I recall that the neighborhood identification signage there shows that I think it's uh, near south might be on the north 
east corner. And yeah. Irving Neighborhood Association is I, on the I think southeast. Everett might corner. be Everett. Maybe it's yeah. Everett. Everett on, on the northeast, Irving on the southeast, and then South Salt Creek would be the whole west side of that intersection. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. So that's kind of an interesting point from where they all kind of come together. I grew up right there, uh, ninth and south. That's that's oh, really? my, my where I was well from ages <laughs> five to twelve. And so Anyway, interesting, uh, interesting neighborhood. So it, so it's pretty big. I mean, from Van Dorn all the way up to O, and then mm-hmm. everything west of Ninth Street all the way out to Salt Creek. That's right. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Hey, all right. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick up a question here. So you did your UNL class, and you partnered with NeighborWorks, worked with the Neighborhood Association. Was there much of an association, or, or was it more of a de facto communication through NeighborWorks? And so. Let's just start with that, but if you mm-hmm. can also lead into uh, the qu- the um, a question of what is the history of the neighborhood? Well, um, to, to answer the first question, at the time there was really no established active neighborhood association, and I think had there ever been? Yes, um, it it was one of the older neighborhood associations, um, and um, I should I should be a little bit sharper on my history here, but I want to say that in 2013. Um, 2013 or, or 14, it had gone defunct. Um, so there was a period of time between now and then where the neighborhood association uh, basically wasn't um, active, wasn't wasn't doing anything. And so at that time, um, when NeighborWorks had started to build um, those units on D Street, the the um, Cooper Commons development, that was kind of the first touch that neighborhood works had in that area, as well as um, the involvement with the studio class. So they're kind of happening um, in tandem in that area before the project was built. Um, So the surveys that the studio class done were kind of, they're kind of a way to get to know the neighborhood more, to establish more connections with the the residents. Um, uh, Pat had been, Pat Anderson, my coworker, had been working in that area for a long time doing, um, and especially across the street in Everett, building relationships with the community center and the elementary school there, um, but specifically targeting kind of that South Salt Creek area. Um, that was one of where NeighborWorks really kind of got to know um, the neighborhood more. So. If you just joined us here on Our Street, we're having a, a conversation with Grant Daly, and he is uh, involved with the South Salt Creek Neighborhood Association. So, um, yeah, Grant, we, I th- we know Pat. You know, she was one of the founders of Our Street. The, you know, she and uh, Sean Reba. Mm-hmm. And Sean and I, uh, it was seven years ago, I think now, started the program. Seven, eight, yeah, something there. like it's that. Been a while. And so, uh, so we're very familiar with, uh, with, with Pat and her efforts. So the redevelopment there on the vacant lot area that's now built up with NeighborWorks uh, uh, effort right there, that's at, uh, what, 10th and D? It's at... Ninth and D between between Ninth and Eighth and between D and E streets. Okay, I, I just saw something. Uh, maybe it's already occurred that there was a, a a big happening at Cooper Park. Yeah, that's um, Cooper Park celebration is actually coming up this next weekend um, from one, or twelve to four p.m. Um, there'll be a huge kind of community event. We've got nonprofit organizations got some live music we have um, the police department is providing um, hot dogs and hamburgers for the event 
um, and we'll have a part of 8th Street blocked off from D to E so that there's just area for, for all the stuff to occur. Um, and so we're really excited about this, this event that's upcoming. What, uh, what's it exactly called? Uh, we're just calling it the Cooper Park Celebration. Um, this is kind of celebrating um, just kind of the reunification of the neighborhood and um, the na- neighborhood park being the city's oldest um, park. Um, and it's centrally located. It serves, um, you know, some of the, the oldest historic parts of Lincoln. Um, so, and, and the city has actually been going through some updates to the, the master plan for the park and been seeking resident feedback over the last few months. So we just feel a lot of energy and attention is going into Cooper Park right now. When I, when I was just uh, very, very young, I talk about this a lot, don't I, Kurt? When I was a kid, I mean, way, way, way back when I was, <laughs> this would have been, you know, long before any of you, most listeners were probably alive. <laughs> Cooper, oh, Park, Cooper Park <clears throat> had the coolest little, I, it was called the Crooked House, I think. And I don't know if you guys are, are, have looked at the history of the park or not, but somebody before I was uh, even born probably built this um, little area. It was made of brick and, and had like a seating area where, where kids could sit and listen to maybe uh, storytellers or someone reading to them. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like a circle. And then at the back of the circle, there was a, a brick structure that looked like a tiny little house, but it was crooked. The door was crooked, the windows were crooked. It had uh, kind of an old English Tudor look to it. So it was something out of a fairy tale. It was really a magical thing that I remember very vividly as a kid. And we used to, and you could go in and out of it, you know, it had, uh, you know, when we were in the park as kids, I mean, that was one of the things that attracted us because we'd go in there and and, uh, do all kinds of uh, imagining and pretending. So- (laughs) Where in the park was it it at? Well, it was, uh, it would have would have been right at the uh, the southwest corner. Okay. And it's kind of uh, there. You know, there's kind of an old wall right in there that kind of comes around. And I know, uh, matter of fact, Kurt, I think I, you and I, uh, yeah, we attended uh, the uh, Shakespeare in the Park. Yeah, that's about two years ago, two three years yeah. ago. And it was right about where they had the Shakespeare um, event. In the park, it was kind of in that area, but uh, anyway, it'd be fun yeah. to if, if you if you have any access to the the history of the park to look back and see about that because it was it was really really an interesting thing as a kid. I mean, it really impressed me. Yeah, that's but, and it was torn down. I'm sure many many years ago because it probably you know, got into disrepair. Right, probably. 80s or 70s or don't know. Yeah, sure, I don't remember. So I'm going to ask Mark a question before we go for our break, Lynn. Uh, so you have this big event coming up. How are you getting the word out? Other than, you know, of course, being on our show. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Bob. Well, thank you for having me. But I think one of the things we're doing, we're doing Nextdoor, Facebook, um, and then we've actually had uh, volunteers from the associations. This is this event's in conjunction with the South Salt Creek Neighborhood Association, um, the Everett Neighborhood Asso- Association, but also NeighborWorks and South of Downtown Community Development Organization. So it's really kind of all the, the organizations that are active and involved in this area um, that are pushing it out through their own social media channels um, and then knocking on doors and delivering little black and white, small little uh, flyers for the event just to let people in the area know, even if they're not online or connected that way, that, you know, hey, there's free hot dogs this weekend. Um, And I think it's really about getting those people in the neighborhood that may not know each other just to, to meet and connect 
and um, start to bond over, over that common space that they all share. Well, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. We'll continue our conversation about the Salt South, South Salt Creek Neighborhood Association, the South Salt Creek area. We've got Grant Daly with us. And uh, so, Grant, are you now the current president, or what is your position with the Neighborhood Association? Yeah, so I, I, I am the current president. I kind of worked to, to reestablish it and... Um, was kind of originally hoping to, to pass it off to someone who's been there a little bit longer than, than I, but I think, I think it's been good over the last few months to just kind of know that I'm there to help provide structure and then eventually, you know, look to kind of develop that, um, that interest in, in having someone else lead the, the association. Um, but it, there was a lot kind of to work through when it, when it was first reactivated because it had been an association for years before. So it had a, a nonprofit status, a 501c3. It had, um, you know, it had records with the Secretary of State. So it was, mu- it was much more about taking those records and updating them and getting the, everything back into working order than it was just building it from the ground up. So um, kind of working through that paperwork and working to uh, put out the information, all those channels has helped get us back to, to having a regular meeting time. So, so what do you think, what do you think happened? What, what, what happened to kind of get it to where it was not functioning very well? And then, uh, kind of give us a little bit of that last, you know, short-term history, cause it's only been what, three or four years. Yeah. Um, there, there was some, how do I put this? Um, some not above water things that pro- happened with the association before then, um, um, and then it had kind of gone into just no one, it kind of disappeared. No one kind of knew what happened to it. Um, and so it, it still had the, a lot of the members that weren't involved in those things that were, that were um, wanting to, to re, rebuild the, uh, the association, that were already kind of doing um, stuff that a neighborhood association would do, and just wanting that structure to exist. And so that was kind of what, what we were looking for is to find those people and just connect them yeah, with pull, each other. Pull everything back together and kind exactly. of get it reorganized. So, so what, uh, what's on the agenda? You've got this, uh, this event this weekend. That's right. And so that's kind of uh, you know, helping the city to kind of come up with some ideas on Cooper Park but, and, and gathering the, the, the groups together. Mm-hmm. But what, what do you have on the agenda? What would you like? What are the challenges? What would you like to, to see as uh, you know, some goals maybe for the association coming up? Well, I think one of the things that, and, and what this event kind of symbolizes and, and what I think expresses the challenges of the area is that it's a, you know, it's a, it's a kind of a thin strip of a neighborhood that stretches down and it's got, you know, it's got Everett, it's got Irvingdale, um, and it's got near South and it's, um, got, um, Indian village to the South. There's, there's a whole lot of neighborhoods that are, that are pretty close to the area that all kind of enjoy the central, older historic part of Lincoln that don't always necessarily overlap their paths and and they're and they're not always big enough to have the capacity to do everything that they wanted to do. So it's one of the things we've done is had a kind of joint cleanup between um, three of the neighborhood associations, Everett, um, South Salt Creek, and Irvingdale did a joint cleanup. Um, in the future, I think it's really about continuing events like that, as well as just looking for ways in which those nearby kind of neighborhood associations can maybe and the people who are interested in getting involved, whether it be through an association or through something like um, 
the south of downtown programs that they offer can find a way to to get to know each other and build a network of of connected people there um so so it sounds like what you're saying is that uh going back to where you were before you're just bringing that structure back because neighbors neighborhood associations really provide that outlet and they also provide that structure for that advocacy once something is then identified so when it comes to the things that people need to have a voice about what are what are those issues in your neighborhood right that uh that uh people are voicing their opinion on so one of the things that um people have have been talking about is um the kind of dual issues of um deterioration in the neighborhood but also the issue of housing affordability you have um, you know, the Haymarket has expanded in recent years, which in, in one way is very good because there's new ec- economic development and opportunity there, but there's also um, an increased pressure on the housing stock. With the university so close, with Haymarket so close, um, diminishing affordability in the neighborhoods, um, a very real and um, pressing concern for the people who live there. They don't, they don't want to be priced out mm-hmm. of the neighborhood, um, but they also want things to improve. So it's, it's finding kind of what that balance is for the neighborhood. Um, I will say that, you know, crime and things like that are issues in any neighborhood. Um, I think especially um, areas that aren't well lit in the neighborhood, there's a lot of um, blocks that lack a mid-block light. Um, So that's one of the things that we're kind of looking, we've already identified all of those blocks through the student planning documents. So eventually that'd be something I'd love to have volunteers in the neighborhood association help me with is, kind of go about um, getting those requests for the, um, the lights um, sent to the city. Because they'll, they'll, they're very easy to work with, with um, getting those light requests put in. So lighting and housing affordability and housing conditions are probably three of the things that come to my mind. Now, when you, early on in your, in your university studies, mm-hmm. You said that this was an area that was targeted for doing a uh, an assessment, right? Do you remember what statistically how much is owner occupied versus rental in that neighborhood? Yes, it's about um, sixty renter, forty owner. Okay, well, it's not so bad. Yeah. No, it, it's not. Um, but it has been. It it basically flipped from that being that in like nineteen seventy, um, being the opposite way. Um, so it has been fairly stable, um, but it's also been kind of like many neighborhoods in Lincoln, been kind of increasing in rentership. Um, it seems like that 60-40 is an interesting number with a lot of the neighborhoods that NeighborWorks works with is um, kind of, you know, it's right at that kind of tipping point between the ownership and the rentership. Yeah, because there are some more central areas of town that are 80, 90% rental. Right. And so those are the ones that I think have a lot of challenges um, that the city's been working on for a long time, the stronger, safer neighborhoods mm-hmm. area, for example. So uh, when, when we look at different kinds of neighborhoods, there's always different kinds of members when it comes to age, not so much gender or anything like that. But what's your age breakout look like? You know, uh, I mean, people who are older, they have a depth and breadth of history and they, and they have a history of things that they've tried before, people that they've worked with sometimes people of uh, different cohorts might have a different amount of energy or free time to give to something. So what's your group look like? Or, or maybe what's the neighborhood look like? Well, I think there, and, and a lot of the association members we contacted first were people that have been there for 30 years or more. There are, there are people in that neighborhood 
almost more than a lot of parts of town with with that I mean that history that have been there for for a long time but there's a surprising number of um, young families and younger residents that have moved into the area I wouldn't say there's a super high young young student population but more kind of um, 30s to um, 30 to 40 that kind of age range we've about half the associations that so there's a surprising age mix um, with the, the association. Well, given the age of the housing stock, and you're going to have a lot of folks that probably have lived there for many, many years, own their home, and then younger people that are renting. And there's probably a lot of younger families that are buying first-time homes in that area. So I can see you have a, you know, a wide variety of different types of folks. And, right. But involved in your association are kind of the younger folks, it sounds like. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty good mix about... It's almost like half-half, you know, pe- people who have, are younger or people who have been there for, um, for a very long time. So so when it comes to creating structure within neighborhoods, you know, both Lynn and I have uh, done this dance ourselves before. What are things that you have questions about or, I mean, granted that you you already have some great resources with the neighborhoods within the connections through that organization and through other methods. But what are the, what are the aspects that you would find most useful if someone could help you with? Well, I think, I think one of the things is, um, you know, the ability to be kind of aware of, of, of what's happening, especially in the, the north of the neighborhood, um, and just kind of be, be kind of locked into to what's happening with the city. I mean, we, we're, we're hooked up to the, the city mailing list and, and do our best to get our info there. But um, I think that's one thing that we're really hoping that the association and just this group of people can be sure. um, tied into um, what, what's happening in the area in the, in the future. So, Lynn, as you listen to Grant's experience and, and knowing where he's coming along within his experience, uh, you know, getting things started, getting them off the ground, when you were doing something similar, what steps did you take next within your own experience? Well, we've talked about this on the show before, sure. that in, in order for a um, neighborhood association to kind of get started, you really, it's best to start with an issue. That's how ours in the College View Neighbors Association, mm-hmm. we got started based on an issue that we worked around. And then we've been able to parlay that into some really good things. You know, we, we've now attracted the Sunday Farmers Market to the neighborhood. That's been a great asset and and uh, working on the business improvement district. So we've kind of built, but it's taken take a long time. I mean, we're talking 10 years or so. So if you're kind of re- rebuilding yours and getting started, I mean, you know, I, I would hope that you've identified or you're going to identify um, an issue or some projects that you think are going to really be helpful to the neighborhood or something that needs to be corrected or, or worked on. And, and if you can rally around those kinds of things, I think you can do a lot because people like to get involved if they know that there's a specific issue or goal to work toward. Right. And, uh, and you, can get to, you can get a lot of buy-in with, with that kind of uh, vision, you know, moving forward. So... Um, I, just a quick comment because I, you know, as we've talked, I mean, you've got some really geographic differences. You know, the north with the hay market, and a lot of industrial on the south and the west part of your area. And, and I the, just, I just remembered, I, I completely forgot to mention this, but there's, there's a floodplain that that yeah. covers more than half of the neighborhood too. Yeah. So. On kind of every side, there's there's a different kind of challenge. Yeah. You know, you have you got the railroad tracks running down there. You've got a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. You've also got the South Hay Market Plan that's going to be 
that is there and, it's, and they're working to implement that as well. So, yeah, so you've got a lot of, lot of challenges in terms of trying to address these different types of, different aspects of, of the geography of your area. And uh, somebody living in the north or the south or the middle probably have different concerns. So, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a challenging but interesting journey that you're going to take because uh, if you're going to keep this group together, you're going to have maybe all kinds of little subcommittees and things going on. Tell us again one more time before we wrap up the show about this weekend's event. Yes. Okay. So the Cooper Park celebration is Saturday from 12 noon to 4 p.m. Um, that's going to have a variety of different organizations there. Um, nearly all the, the local churches in the neighborhood. Um, and it's going to be um, live music, games, the uh, police department where we have hamburgers and hot dogs. It's going to be um, a, a great time and we hope you can all join us. Grant Daly, thank you so much for coming and telling us about the South Salt Creek Neighbor Association, the event Saturday. For our listeners, stay tuned for Here Nebraska FM. And thanks again for listening to Our Street. We'll see you next week.